Hello again, I'm Karina Gertz. And I'm Didi Basri, and we are both, we're here to bring you all the beautiful and wonderful things from the Middle East in our show, Under Palm Trees. Have you ever worried about going to the Middle East? Are you not sure what to expect, or you don't know how people are, or how you should behave when you are in the Middle East? Well, you are in the right place, so listen to our podcast. So we are here to share our knowledge about the Middle East and the beautiful culture, but we're also here to share our fun and crazy experiences and talk about the best and with the best people from the region so you can get a better insight what the Middle East is really like. So subscribe, like, leave a comment and rating and ask us any questions you have. So in this episode, we are talking about Qatar. So Corina, you just had recently a trip and it has been a while since you've been to Qatar. So I guess a lot of things have changed. Tell us about the experience and what have you discovered? So, um, well, yeah, I mean, first of all, there's like all the preparations are like on speed, I would say, for the World Cup. So there's been so many new areas that I've um, that I've seen. And, and there's almost like little, you have these like little sort of pockets. So you have like, let's say the Pearl, and then you have a new area, which is very close to one of the old souks called uh, Musharraf. And, um, and basically that area looks almost like, I'd say a little bit of American because the streets are quite wide. The, sh- the signs are very similar to, to the state. So it's really, it feels really fun. And then you walk a few steps and then you're like in this most traditional souk where you have like the camels and like, so it's, it's been really amazing. There, there's been a lot of new developments. And of course, you know, like the architecture with all the stadiums and everything, they've really like moved ahead a lot. Yeah, so by now, I think everyone knows that the World Cup will be happening in Qatar. So it's a great way for the Middle East, especially the Gulf region, to showcase what the region has to offer. So we really think that Qatar is really preparing very well to host this, I think, historical event. Did, what, what did you see? Um, how is Qatar preparing for it? Are they ready? I think, you know, they are very much on on the road to having everything ready. I mean, so many new hotels, there's a lot of um, new streets and roads being built. Um, Obviously, the cultural side is, is very much alive. They have a lot of museums. But, you know, the other thing that I think is actually really nice is how the whole of the Gulf region is supporting that World Cup. So they've just um, announced that together with uh, Qatar Airways, they're going to have some sort of airplane shuttles, as you may call them, from Dubai, but also from Saudi. So I think that's actually really cool because then you can have even more people coming and going. And it's just so nice that it puts the whole kind of region into the spotlight and it shows people what can be achieved. So for someone that has never been to Qatar, how long would you suggest um, to stay in Qatar for how long and what what kind of activities can you do? Oh, I think that's an interesting question. I think it it depends very much um, what your objective is. I mean, if um, if you want to go on like a family holiday, there certainly is quite a few things to do. I mean, you have all the hotels with the pools, there's um, some private beaches at the hotels, you could definitely make this a beach holiday. But on the other hand, I think there's also um, a lot of opportunities for shopping. There's a lot of opportunities for art. And um, there's a lot of things to see. I mean, like the Museum of the 
of the um, Islamic art is really quite breathtaking and they had all these new museums so there's a, a lot of things that you can that you can actually go and see and then if you want to experience the local culture it's even more beautiful if you go at night let's say you you're there as a family you take the kids to uh, to a souk you know so so you can see the real what the real Qatar is and and all the traditions and you see you know how um, they sell like the carpets and things that are very um, uh, that are very authentic to to Qatar. And then on the other hand, I also think if during the day you want some more activities, you could do some fishing trips because there's a lot of people that like to go out fishing in Qatar, which is you know it's quite a popular activity. So I really think there's a lot of stuff to do. I mean, yes, maybe it is not as busy as Dubai. But it's actually, it has a lot to offer for such a small country. Yeah, and Qatar is not that far from Dubai. So you can actually like have it as a hop on, hop off and go and visit Qatar and or vice versa, go and visit Dubai. It's like half an hour, one hour? How long? Yeah, was- about 45 minutes by plane. It's, it's really fast. Yeah, and would you recommend to go and visit Qatar while you are in Dubai or in UAE in general? And I why think- would you recommend it? I mean, I, I mean, I, I think if you want to really see the Middle East, like originally, I would definitely say you should go to Qatar, you know, I mean, everybody always thinks, oh, yeah, Dubai, it has these like high, amazing buildings, but go to Qatar. I mean, the architecture is amazing. Like, it's so beautiful. Like some of the buildings that they have there, it's, it's really cool. So I, I would definitely recommend going and I absolutely love the Qatari people. Again, you know, I think it, it's sort of, goes with the whole kind of Middle East, like the hospitality is just so amazing. So tell us, what was your favorite part in Qatar? I think my favorite part was the people, um, the food, the architecture. I think there was just so much. I mean, it was it was really nice because I on the first day when I arrived, I met um, one of my Qatari clients and he took me to a Qatari restaurant. And I was like, oh, this is exciting because I've been to like a Saudi restaurant where we've both been. So I thought, well, let's see what the Qatari food is like. And it was really nice. Um, He ordered a very traditional Qatari dish, which comes with like fish and the rice, I think is cooked with sugar. And apparently it's an old sort of like fisherman's dish because I think they needed to up the carbohydrates with the sugar and everything when they were fishing so but it was amazing it was so delicious and then we had a couple of like salads and things so it was so it was really nice I really I really enjoyed um having Qatari food so that was that was very cool we love food if um people watching and they see our previous podcast especially the one about Saudi we know how much we love food so um, for people watching that they don't really know much about the Middle East and especially you know the Gulf region how easy is to get into Qatar like when it comes to visa you know like borders passport checking how easy it is 
It's it's not actually very difficult. I think uh, you normally get the visa on arrival. I think for the World Cup, I think it's a bit, I think they have it a bit more controlled. I think you need to have like a plane ticket and a football ticket. So, so I think there's certain rules in place just to make sure, I think, obviously they protect everybody, which makes total sense. But apart from that, aside from the World Cup, um, you know, it, it's actually very easy. You get your visa on arrival like you do it in Dubai and um, and you could just go. I mean, there may be a few uh, COVID things that you have to look out for, but I think, I guess that's the norm now. You know, wherever you go, you just have to kind of figure out what are the COVID things that you need. But other than that, it's actually very easy. Okay, that's great. And how is it, is it easy to get around? Like you went to Doha, is it easy to get around Doha? very easy i mean like you have taxis you have um ubers they have a little tram in in an area of doha so it's actually and i think they have a metro as well although i haven't tried the metro um so it it's very easy and again it's similar like dubai it's actually quite reasonable priced um you know to get around so it, it's not really difficult at all so we actually spoke uh, many times about this subject, about how in our previous podcast, about how hospitable are people in the Middle East in general. We went together um, to Saudi, we did a podcast about it, we went to Dubai, and people in the Middle East are just so hospitable. So tell us, how were people in Qatar? Because of course you went um, to Qatar. So what, what was, was there any difference between Saudi and UAE when it comes to hospitality in general? Um, no, I think in hospitality, not at all. I think, um, again, like everywhere in the Middle East, and, and we've said this before, and again, Qatar just proves another point, is um, people are so hospitable, they really let you in, they let you in their homes, you know, like you meet their whole family. And, um, and I had one client that I went to sort of like a lunch stroke brunch, I think I was there for five hours, I, I, I met everyone, the auntie, the cousin, the sister in law, you know, it was, it was just really beautiful. And everybody just wanted to talk about lots of different things, obviously, COVID and then um, one of the um, other people wanted to talk about business. One of them wanted to talk about kids. It was just really nice. And it was, it was really as if you were part of the family, you know, and it's exactly like we experienced in Saudi. People really let you in and they open up. And, and to me, this is still every single time I go and, you know, and I've been going there for so long it's it's just amazing and this is also the experience I think that a lot of other friends have told me that when they for example went out to work in in Saudi and they met locals you know they took them home for a meal and I mean who does that in Europe take people into their home and cook for them and introduce to the family I mean certainly in in Germany I think this is no it's not something that happens really so it's really really nice and you really um, get to know the real Middle East then as well because you get to know the people you we know when we go to the Middle East a lot of people want to see you you know you get appointments from nowhere especially when you tell them that you are in in the region so how do you manage because of course we see it all beautiful on the social media but how stressful and how busy is for you to make sure that you actually manage to see everyone and please everyone of course I mean, it's busy. It's literally you're on the go from like nine o'clock in the morning until like midnight. And um, I mean, it's 
it, it, it's I think it really is a testament to how well you can juggle appointments because you may have let's say two or three laid out uh, for the day and then you get x amount more and then sometimes you also don't know how long you're going to take because it's not like that you can say oh this meeting is going to take you an hour well the meeting might last two hours or the brunch lasted five hours you know so you kind of also have to be flexible I mean I can tell you on my last day I think my first meeting was at nine and my last meeting was at 11 p.m so and I had like a lunch in between a dinner in between an afternoon tea so you also have to factor in all the food <laughs> that is coming along your way so it um it was really quite intense and I could have and there, and there were still people that said to me afterwards oh but you didn't tell me that you were in Qatar and I was like oh I wish but I simply had like no more spare time left I just you know it, it's um it's really tricky but it's it's just such a testament how hospitable people are that they want to see you and it's just so nice that's actually amazing and just the fact that they make time for you that's really and you went over the weekend as well so they actually made time for you over their weekend because let's remember that the weekend in the middle east is from thursday to friday so from you mean like it, it starts on thursday night and then yes, it's friday saturday yes. yeah exactly yes, so correct um i i mean i got there like friday morning and like literally I had a like I got to the hotel unpacked and I had my first appointment and then it continued until the evening and then the same okay on Saturday I had this long brunch but still I still had meetings in the evening I had a dinner so yeah it, it continued it wasn't actually it, it made no difference if it was the weekend or not <laughs> and tell us what was your um, best part of Doha I think just seeing how it had changed and how how incredible it had really developed and all the like the architecture architecture was just like mind blowing and um I had one meeting at the Qatar Foundation actually and they took me up to the roof and on the roof you had almost like a 360 degree view of Doha wow. and it was just so beautiful you could see all the stadiums you could see how big Qatar Foundation was I mean I knew how big it was because I had a tour there before but when you see it from a roof it like it really hits home it's like it's like a city in a city you know but um but they're obviously doing so many great things with like education and looking after kids and bringing all of this to life so yeah it was it was really great I just loved the architecture I mean there was never like a dull moment and um and then I had another client who actually took me to a Lebanese restaurant and it was so different to the rest of where I'd been like it it looked really, you probably could have been in like Beirut. It had like an olive tree in the restaurant, in the middle of the restaurant. It was fabulous. So yeah, so there were so many surprising corners. And, and then even some of my Qatari clients would message me and say, oh, tell me again, where was this? Where you went? <laughs> so it, was, it was really cool. And how is the dress code in Qatar? Um, I think the dress code is very, it's very relaxed again um, in the Middle East. I mean, I would um, advise it's, it's, it's probably, you know, sort of not as, not as free as Dubai. I would wear some more loose fitting clothes, 
but um but it's very open to like westerners and things i wouldn't wear short skirts and things like that but you know like if you go in a normal business attire like it's totally fine but this again like if you know what to wear if you know the culture it's easy just to fit in like everywhere else so tell us how was uh, qatar different from saudi arabia and the united arab emirates i think you could really see um that you know there was a lot of progress being made i mean compared to dubai there weren't obviously as many malls um but the the few that they had were really like spectacular i mean i remember a few years ago going to the i think it was the venetian mall and um and it was amazing and from what i hear the the new plus vendom is really incredible and um i would say it's sort of it sits in between dubai and saudi you know like i think it's not as built out as Dubai just yet, but it's, you know, it's, it's very modern and it's very much on the way to become a major player in the region. And, um, but it's further ahead than Saudi for sure, I, I would say. So it's, it's a very interesting um, comparison. And it's also, you know, like if you, for example, if you look with Saudi, it's a much smaller country and but they've achieved a lot in a very short time yeah so true true no i agree and um tell us how was the weather let's remind everyone how is the weather like in the region <laughs> well well the weather was quite hot i have to say um i think it was sort of between 38 and 40 so this was middle of may so it is starting to get very hot. And um, I mean, people now, when I see some of the social media now, I think now it's like proper hot, like it's mid forties. So it's getting to a point where it's difficult during the day, like to walk outside. And I mean, of course for a short period you can, but like not consistently. I mean, we had one, I had one walk outside for about an hour on one of the appointments because they were showing me something. And my God, I could really feel it after that one hour. I was like, wow, this is hot. And then interestingly, just before I left, it started to get very dusty. And then they had like a, a massive sandstorm. And it was actually really funny because it looked like something out of a movie because the whole skyline was completely, it completely disappeared. You couldn't see it at all. I was like, wow, what just happened? And then when I got back to London, I saw like, you know loads of like videos and things that uh, people sent me saying you know that they, they just had like another one of these sandstorms i mean like in the middle east this is nothing unusual. like for them it's normal it's like for us rain in london <laughs> i know i know but we all remember i think seeing the pictures from saudi which looked quite apocalyptic i think a while ago when yeah. we saw all the videos and i remember texting a client he's like oh darling this is normal <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay <laughs> yeah so yeah very interesting yeah definitely some are not necessarily the best time to go to the middle east unless you want to really go for like a massive sweat session i think but this is one of the reasons as well that that's why the world cup will be hosted in um, november and not in summer as the usual so that's the reason because of the weather of course the heat that the region of had. course of course but i but they i think they equip the stadiums very well because i think all of them have air conditioning and things so there will be certain things in place but yes probably would be quite hard to do that in the summer thank you so much for listening to our podcast today so i hope you've learned something new about qatar we know it's a small country in the region but has so much to offer
So subscribe, like, leave a comment and a rating. That really would mean a lot to us. And please share this podcast with your friends or anyone you think it may be useful to. And let us know if you have any questions and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.